freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. We didn't pass it on to our children in the bloodstream. The only way they can inherit the freedom we have known is if we fight for it, protect it, defend it, and then hand it to them with the well-taught lessons of how they in their lifetime must do the same. And if you and I don't do this, then you and I may well spend our sunset years telling our children and our children's children what it once was like in America when men were free. Cheryl Todd here from Gun Freedom Radio, and I am excited to get to catch up in person with my good friend Adam Wilson. He is the author of this awesome book, Tactical Reload. He is a police officer, has served as a SWAT senior operator, and also collaborated with federal authorities in cases involving public corruption. I mean, is there such a thing as corruption in the world? Bit. Oh my goodness. Right? Uh, sexual exploitation of minors, thank you for that, and corrupt organizations. He received his master's degree from East Carolina and was selected as an emerging leader in North Carolina. We are meeting in fabulous Las Vegas. Welcome yes. back to the show, Adam. I appreciate it. Thank you very much. It's, uh, it's very nice to finally see you in person instead of uh, over Skype and, and phone calls and texts. And, uh, so yeah, it's fun, exactly. fun to connect. I know. I mean, thank goodness in today's day and age we have those tools, but there is nothing like being able to actually get in a room together right. and uh, you know talk about the important things of the day and the, the stuff you're working on, the stuff I'm working on. And uh, holy cow, what an important moment in history mm. that we find ourselves sitting together. It, this is January of the year 2020. Now in January of the year 2020, like yesterday in real time, uh, depending on when you watch this, this show, that's why I'm trying to be so specific, there was a historic event that happened in the state of Virginia. Mm -hmm. The governor of Virginia, Northam, Northam. he, as far as I'm concerned, kind of took the Constitution, tore it in half, tossed it over his shoulder, mm -hmm. and said, I'm going to just start making my own rules. There's going to be no guns allowed in the Capitol. Then he said, oh, there's going to be no guns on the grounds of the Capitol. And that is... Uh, beyond the scope of what he legally should have been able to do, Correct. yet he did it anyway. Thousands of American citizens showed up, mm -hmm. open carrying, concealed carrying, and had a peaceful demonstration, protest, whatever you want to call it. And uh, by the grace of God, as far as I'm concerned, and by the, the, uh, the wherewithal of the law-abiding American gun owner, there wasn't even so much as a sprained ankle. No. I think Antifa realized at some point that this crowd wasn't the one to come and probably mess with. <laughs> I would think. And right? so, I mean, they they, they uh, come off as being pretty dumb, but I think they made a smart decision at this point. But you were mentioning Governor Northam, and the whole thing is complete government overreach. Mm -hmm. I think there's a lot of talking points coming out of the Virginia legislator uh, legislation trying to... I don't know if he's trying to cover up the blackface scandal and try to make a name for himself uh, in other ways because he knows that as soon as you start talking about the Second Amendment and taking those rights away that are, it's, it's blatantly written in the Constitution, 
that you're going to get news clips. Mm -hmm. And so at the extent, and I wish they did it, I mean, it, it made, obviously it made national, national news, but what I think they didn't expect, and it's because they don't understand, is they didn't realize how many patriots from across the country Mm -hmm. would come to Virginia mm -hmm. and, and show their support. And that it's that silent majority yeah. that they, 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 uh, they took it for granted. And well, and they seen what, they seen what happened. Absolutely. And it was a, a true testament to who we are as uh, law-abiding American gun owners and Second Amendment advocates and mm -hmm. proponents. Um, we are not the aggressors. Correct. Right? Right. That's and I, I think that if, so here's part of the problem with that. If anybody even knows that happened, when I say if anybody, of course, those of us that are doing this work, we were highly tuned in. We mm. knew very much what was going on as it led up to and then, and then took place. Right. But there's a lot of ordinary, you know, uh, Joes and Janes out there in, the, in, in America that they haven't heard anything about it. Even people in my own family and, sure. and sphere of influence, they're like, why do you keep saying Virginia? Like, what's going on in Virginia? And I'm like, how do you not know what's going? Because until something dramatic that makes us look bad happens, exactly. then That's the it. news is like... And they were using the impeachment, in my opinion, as a kind of like, almost like a Trojan horse, just kind of a, uh, not that they were sliding in with the impeachment, but, it, they were they were promoting these bills and getting these bills written knowing that all the media attention and everybody was completely focused on the mm -hmm. impeachment mm -hmm. and so it was it was getting to a point that once it started to pick up traction everybody kind of started looking around and once the impeachment thing kind of not that it settled but it kind of calmed down for a minute and people realized what was going on mm -hmm. and that these law-abiding citizens were getting ready to become felons instantly and then he put they they try to do a a kind of a, a grandfather type deal with or they try to grandfather some folks in with uh, okay well if you have this type of firearm with this uh, magazine capacity we'll, we'll we'll grandfather you and you and you'll be good mm -hmm. but you need to let us know what you got and uh, and if you don't have it by a certain date you're going to become a felon and well where is that in the Constitution I've read it multiple times it's it's insanity <laughs> yes. it, I mean so if if the, if the legislators up there actually understood fundamentally mm -hmm. what the Constitution was for, why it was written the way it was written, and also if they knew anything about firearms, mm -hmm. they would understand that the laws, it's just, it's just talking points. Mm -hmm. the, the, even, well, the one that, that's still getting passed through, they can buy one handgun a month. Yeah. Like, it, it's, it's ridiculous. The, any ma they're, they're trying to say, hey, well, it's going to, you know, we're trying to lower the, the chances of mass mass murders and if you look at the statistics i think it's less than 10 percent of anything any any actual uh crime with a handgun uh they're never they're very rarely purchased mm -hmm. from a from a store mm -hmm. these aren't the people these citizens that's going to be affected aren't the ones that that they're that they're uh that they're trying to protect people from Correct. these are these are the people that i want on my side right yes. and if and they're and people will say, we're not taking guns away. They're not taking guns away. But if you look at the bill and actually read the bill, every gun I have, mm -hmm. I will be a felon. Mm -hmm. I'm basically just putting a rubber band around a finger and shooting it at people in Virginia, mm -hmm. and they'll still call that an assault weapon. Mm -hmm. And so it's just ridiculous. And, and the reason I say it's immoral, especially in, the, in, in like the Newsmax article I wrote, is because being a police officer for 15 years, I have, I have witnessed what it is like to actually be a, a victim. Mm. And... 
to take that that option of self-defense away is you're just creating a you're getting ready to create a wave of victims in my opinion um, because a firearm as you and everybody else that watches the show probably know is that it is the greatest force equalizer that we have a an armed woman is just as powerful as an um, unarmed man I'm sorry actually more powerful than an unarmed man mm -hmm. At the worst worst case scenario, it at least levels the playing field mm -hmm. if you're dealing with a gang member or, or whomever. Why people think that criminals are gonna all of a sudden see these laws and abide by them, it makes no sense to me. <clears throat> and so, like, and I, and I use my wife in the article as an example. Well, let me just sure, preface. No, you're fine, but let me preface for people that maybe haven't read the article or maybe they're watching this years later and they're unaware of it. But in Newsmax in January of 2020, Adam Wilson uh, authored an article titled "Virginia's Proposed Gun Laws Are Unconstitutional." Mm -hmm. And so, in that, you're you're expressing from your unique place in society. Correct. Right? You are an American citizen, but you are also a law enforcement officer. That's right. And you're trying to express that, okay, I have discretion mm -hmm. as a police officer. Correct. And when I am being asked, told, whatever the case may be, to enforce something that was wrong from the get-go mm -hmm. because it was unconstitutional, so the elected officials already did the wrong thing right and then they want you to enforce the wrong thing correct where does that leave you so this is what you're writing about in the article it is and one of the things that's aggravating to me with politicians especially is it's almost as if they feel that they can write or make whatever law they want to mm -hmm. and then just say well it's the law police are going to deal with mm. it well it's not your life that's on the line. Right. Going to somebody's house to take their firearms. Right. Um, I would have much more respect for Northam if he was the first one to be like, okay, you know what? I'll let's go. But I highly <laughs> doubt that that's ever going to happen. No. Uh, because he's just they're, they're so disconnected from reality mm -hmm. at this point. But I didn't sign up to I didn't sign up as an officer to uh, create what I feel like is more harm to the community. Mm -hmm. which is what I think that is. Mm -hmm. I've been met, so I've, I've oh, it's in the article on record that I would not enforce that. Mm -hmm. I would, if, uh, and if that cost me my job, okay, mm -hmm. it's not like we're, we're, we're raking in 300K a year, right? <laughs> so it's, so I would be okay with that because for one, I always said that if something compromised my principles or my beliefs, mm -hmm. then, then I would be willing to step away. I would find another way to serve the public because I feel like that's my calling as being a public servant. But what I'm not going to do is become a corrupt government tool. Mm -hmm. And I've been met a lot with, uh, I got a lot of flack back on that article and I got some, uh, some, some hate mail from, from some folks that just feel like, hey, the law is the law. You don't have a choice in it. Like you just have to enforce whatever the law is. Mm -hmm. And they are incorrect mm -hmm. at that point. The law, is, like, I get it, the law is the law, but there, there's a lot of gray area and there's a lot of discretion in there. But my argument back, back to them would be, okay, at what point, at what point would you feel that it would, something would be so morally wrong that you would be willing to step away? Mm -hmm. Like, so with the law is the law, okay, well, where's your line in the sand? Mm -hmm. what's, what's that line that you wouldn't cross? Mm -hmm. Or what would it take for you to go like, you know what? I can't do this anymore. I'm not. I'm harming uh, good people. So, um, 
<clears throat> so just just kind of sum that up. Yeah, I think uh, that that would be one that violates my principles and my beliefs that I think is completely wrong. If um, taking a a, a self defense uh, mechanism away from my mom, my wife, and that could potentially cause them harm and, and not be able to defend themselves is just it's not right. Absolutely. You you were ready to say earlier before I interrupted you. I apologize um, that you did talk about your wife in the article. Hmm. I did, and so. If anybody's actually saw, read the or, or read the uh, the bill, they'll see a list of <clears throat> just all these firearms. The, they talk about the magazine capacity, this magazine capacity, that, and as I'm reading it, I'll, you can almost read in there if you know anything about guns and firearms. And I'm not Mister, I'm not Mister Gun. I'm not. That's not my thing. Uh, I mean, it is, but it's not. I couldn't. You know, right. I'm my, not. My husband has an encyclopedic knowledge. Right. Of, that's right. not me. He either. would that maybe look my thing. stupid, but. <laughs> I do have a, a general concept of firearms and what they're capable of and my own ca uh, capability. So, in saying that, everybody knows that if you, a, let's say a, I don't know, a, a revolver, mm -hmm. okay? Let's say it's got six shots in it and, uh, uh, and you you know kind of fundamentally how to use it, but maybe you're not trained enough for that recoil, mm -hmm. okay? Mm -hmm. And that there's there's a highly, there's a much higher chance of missing your target mm -hmm. with that gun as, the, as opposed to say a rifle, mm -hmm. all right? It's, it's much easier to control, but the rifle would be, you'd be basically a felon at that point, so you couldn't have it. Mm. Um, and I don't think people understand the fight or flight, mm -hmm. what happens to you physiologically. Mm -hmm. uh, whenever there is a true, that, that adrenaline rush. Yeah. So, <clears throat> and just kind of go into it a little bit, and now I'll circle back to why it's important for my wife to have as many rounds as she can, yeah. is, well, for one thing, it's called tunnel vision, so you will lose your peripheral vision and it'll start to narrow, mm -hmm. okay? The uh, one thing that's happened to me before is auditory exclusion. Mm -hmm. So you're, you will start losing your ability to hear mm -hmm. once you're starting, you're starting to redline that adrenaline. Uh, you'll start to lose fine motor skills, mm -hmm. so the dexterity in your hands mm -hmm. will start to deteriorate. Mm -hmm. Now. You take all of these factors in, mm -hmm. and now you give somebody just a few shots. Mm -hmm. Whenever there's a, there may be a very good chance they weren't going to hit that person to begin with. The chances that that accuracy level drops significantly. And how do you know it's one assailant? Exactly. How often do assailants travel in packs? Right. Right. And Absolutely. so you're trying to limit the the number of projectiles that I can use to defend. Right. Right. They love that word assault. Okay, assault rifle, assault yes. weapon, which implies that we're the aggressor with it, right. which is a lie, mm -hmm. right? Because mm -hmm. we use them as def tools of defense, right? Or tools of hunting or tools of sport. Sure. Um, but yeah, so we don't know how many uh, people we might need to defend our lives right. against. And so that arbitrary limitation and trying to uh, phrase things in such a way as it's a high capacity. What that's a subjective, exactly. as opposed, you know, like define, on what measuring that. tape are we using right. to say it's a high capacity or a standard capacity yes. or a teeny tiny low capacity, like not enough for me. Sure, right. <laughs> so, this, and, and it's re, they try to use these little assault weapons and uh, and common sense gun laws mm. as if to say that anything that opposed that viewpoint wouldn't be coming from a place of common sense, mm -hmm. and so. And, and they they try to put these little nasty names like the assault weapons. Okay, well define define for me assault weapon, because uh, the chief um, in Charlottesville 
I can't think of her name right off, the, right off the top of my head, but she, in a congressional hearing, and it may have been the same one from uh, whenever uh, Diana Mola was in uh, for the famous I Will Not Comply, mm -hmm. she said that all weapons should be banned. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, they, they tried to get her to define that a little more. She said all weapons, mm -hmm. all weapons. Like, okay, well, where, <laughs> if I pick up if I pick up a computer screen yeah. and I hit you in the face with it, right. is that, you know, is that, 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 should, that be, should that be banned? Like, where, right. where are we going to draw the line at? I'm so sick. I am so sick of the government trying to just push their own opinions on us. Mm -hmm. And it's just the overreach is what, is what really uh, gets on my nerves. Mm -hmm. So I want, I want the government out of my life as much as possible. Absolutely. <clears throat> the, uh, you know, a few years back, they were trying to regulate how much soda, like yes. soda. You know yeah. what? It, this is, a, it, this is America. Yeah. If I want to go get 22 liters of Coke, go home and take a bath in it. That's what I want to do. <laughs> like, don't, like don't, don't tell me what I can do with That's true. And so, so it, it's just aggravating whenever they keep Absolutely. on pressing, keep on pressing, then they want to make you a criminal. It, it is true. It, they want to set up a permissive system, a system where we have to ask another human being permission. So why would that human being be, you know, uh, more able to... Uh, live our lives by proxy sure. than we can live it ourselves. Um, so really, you know, it really should always just come back down to, you know, what in because I'm a Christian, I was a well, what would Jesus do, right? So as as American citizens, I wish we could come back to well, what would the Constitution say, sure, right? Because that was um, that was earned, right? Mm -hmm. Fought these men and women fought, bled, starved, and died. Absolutely, yeah. Right? And they had a specific uh, purpose in creating these firewalls that said, well, we need a governmental body to do certain things, but when it comes to our personal lives, there's that Bill of Rights, there's mm -hmm. that firewall, and that is for you to stay on the other side of uh, Governor Northam and sure. the like. And uh, over the course of time, we American citizens have, have gotten farther and farther and farther away from that to where we don't understand what the purpose of the Constitution was. And so we start accepting things like, well, uh, the, the Constitution gives you rights. Or mm -hmm. the Bill of Rights gives you... No, no, no. It doesn't. It protects rights. Exactly. That were just ingrained in us by the very fact that we are alive. It, no, and I, in my opinion, too, the Second Amendment is... Some people put the first and the second on kind of on the same plane, on the uh, on like an even uh, spectrum or level. And I, I mean, my, the second is the, the most important because mm -hmm. that's what protects us from a tyrannical government. That's the one amendment mm -hmm. that gives that protects all the other ones. Sure we can't have a, we can't have the, uh, a freedom of speech or religion without that second amendment. Exactly. And so when that when that starts getting uh, when it starts getting taken away, that's when people should really. They should really be concerned, and I think that it really woke up the, the patriots, uh, that silent majority across the country, mm -hmm. and they showed up in Virginia and mm -hmm. Well, I hope they work. keep the energy up because, you know, we might feel like, okay, check that off the list, we're done. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, yeah, that was just not. in Virginia, just in January of 2020, and we're done. No, this is every day. Every day. Because uh, the one promise our founders made us was uh, that it would require eternal vigilance. That's right. Right? And good men and good women who, uh, you know, understand that, all right, your job is an officer. 
mm-hmm. right? But that as a as a citizen, you don't check your citizenry at the door, sure, right? Mm-hmm. When you put on your uniform, and so I very much appreciated and valued that you were able to in that Newsmax article, kind of um, bring people into that mindset of this is what is the difference between just mindlessly following orders and which would happen people would there would be some that would do that sure sure and i you even kind of spelled that out in there Mm -hmm. um that there you know different officers might interact with this in different ways um but we don't have to lose our individuality no matter what our job is right right and on the, the i saw you posted on facebook and one of the comments it sounded like somebody that that knows you and likes you but was really struggling inside of themselves because the the comment that this person made to you is oh so you're just going to pick and choose what you want to enforce right and i appreciated your um your pushback on that and um for our audience could you um, you know, kind of talk about that a little bit. What, when somebody would say that to you, oh, you're going to pick and choose, your reply is? I mean, we have an enormous amount of discretion in policing, but whenever something would start to kind of go against our own moral fiber, uh, that's where I think you got to take a good look in the mirror and, and start figuring things out for yourself as far as uh, how far you're willing to go to actually protect the community. Mm-hmm. If, uh, you know, the, when I say discretion, I think I used in that same, um, that same thread that as I was coming out of a convenience, or I was at a convenience store one day going in and a guy runs out with a bunch of stolen food. He was a young kid, mm-hmm. maybe 17, I say 17. Mm-hmm. Uh, he comes. He he runs right into me and my friend that's sitting over there, that uh, that's off camera. But uh, runs right into us. Now, I could have taken him to jail, 100%. Took the stuff back in, you know, mm-hmm. and that was that. But I didn't feel like, in that moment, mm-hmm. that was going to help anybody. Mm-hmm. It wasn't. It wasn't going to put him. It wasn't going to put him on the. He was a homeless kid. It wasn't going to put him on the fast track to, uh, to to not stealing food. He's hungry. So you've got to be able to look at things through a lens of empathy that, you know, sometimes maybe charging somebody and, and taking them to jail isn't the best course of action. If, I, if we start making law-abiding citizens felons, what, what, are, what are we really doing? What, are, what does that serve? What does that serve? And you're, you're willing as a governor and a legislation to bring in the military to force what your opinion on, and that is... That is not right. And the military is made up of individuals. And the rest of that story is great because you said you went into the convenience market and just paid for that. Stuff. I just, yeah, that's yeah. I'm sorry if I didn't finish. Yeah, I just, so I, I ended up going in. I just paid for the food and and at the same time, I kind of, you kind of got to you know, it's uh, you got to kind of weigh the risk and reward. So in that moment, I felt like it was better for me to do that. Maybe I establish a relationship with this kid. Maybe he sees me later on, and um, maybe it changes the viewpoint that he has of, of police. But I didn't feel at that moment that that was the best thing for the community. And if uh, when it comes to the Second Amendment, I'm not going to take somebody's I'm not going to take somebody's right away to defend to defend themselves. If I've got to step away and, and join the uprising, that uh, then that's just what I'd have to do. Because just like because uh, I feel like I'm a sheepdog, mm-hmm. and just like the rest of my friends, you're going to have a group of people that's just going to blindly follow. Maybe they even agree with it. But I think for the most part, uh, the, there's so many patriots out there that are that just just bleed America, especially in law enforcement, because we see the worst of the worst and we keep coming back every day. Yeah. I think those people would, uh, 
uh, we would step up. We would step up, and uh, yeah, we're not going to let we're not going to let our community suffer because of a uh, a left wing politician that's just trying to get news clips. Absolutely. Well, I appreciate you. Uh, thank you for your service. Thank you for what you do. Um, and be, besides all that, and, and writing uh, Tactical Reload and writing articles uh, for Newsmax and probably other publications, um, you also have a podcast. Talk to us a little bit about that as we start to wrap up. I do. So the, uh, the show is Tip of the Spear with Adam Wilson. And so it's basically just uh, I love speaking with people like you and love getting opinions from just in the in the in fields that I'm kind of interested in, law enforcement. It's really law enforcement heavy. Um, and the reason we're at the shot show, we're a shot show rookies, so we're gonna be rolling around with the camera, speaking to some folks. But uh, but yeah, find it on YouTube, and uh, and it's it's been fun. Awesome. Tip of the spear. I love the name of that. And yes, I did get to be a guest. So, you know, bragging rights for me. Um, how do people follow you and find out, the, you know, more work that you're doing? And, sure. oh, by the way, uh, the foreword for Tactical Reload was written by uh, Lieutenant Colonel Dave Grossman. That makes it legit. Kind of a big deal. His name on that book is more important than my own. Kind of a big deal. Very big deal. Awesome yeah. guy, and and another one that has really studied what he does. You know, like the, the human mind and the human creature yes. and behavior. And Even so. when you're talking to him on the phone or Skype, and it's not being recorded or anything, he is the same individual as he exactly. is on stage. Exactly. He is just. I mean, he is so passionate about mm -hmm. this stuff. Mm -hmm. He went on a rant one day and was like, "Use all of it. I don't care. I can. I can do. I can say this." other stuff like that he's like use whatever I say I'm like okay you know and uh but incredible individual I was so fortunate to, for him to uh even you know pick the book up and, and take a look at it and then his willingness to to write a forward for it so uh, I was very honored but people can find the book on Amazon Target Walmart Barnes and Noble picked it up my website is uh adamlwilson.com um it's got links to a lot of different stuff in there and then of course the uh, uh tip of the spear with Adam Wilson on YouTube Love it. Well, thank you so much. Again, Tactical Reload available like everywhere and uh, Tip of the Spear podcast. Watch for Adam Wilson's name in multiple publications. I know people are going to be reaching out to you uh, to have you write from your unique perspective. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me on. I really appreciate I it. I appreciate you. All right, everybody, stick around. There's always lots more coming up on Gun Freedom Radio.